Usher. Say, why do we machazik the father? They tell him, look, look around in the yeshiva. There's 200, 300 bachim here, steiging, growing. Look what's going on. Look, we got a machasrach to the rebinder shalaylam. Does that mean anything to him? Over my uncle, my uncle, there could be three a million people, but my uncle. That's beneath the chayri Yisrael by the Rebbeinu Shleilam. There could be millions of Yidden doing gavaldik, but if there's one kid of the Rebbeinu Shleilam who's not, he's my beneath the chayri. He's my beneath the chayri. Nothing could take the place of that. Rabbi Sai, I call that a midah. And that's a midah that your Rebbe, Rabbi Kalish, has. The midah of Allah, the bidrachav of Bani B'chayri Yisrael. Every single one of you, Talmidim, who learned in Waterbury, didn't learn in Waterbury, who were, who were in Camp Sulam or not in Camp Sulam, who just crossed paths with Rabbi Kalish, you did not share Rabbi Gainer of Daniel Shlita. You became a Bani B'chayri. You mean everything to him. Rabbi Yisrael, I saw Maisa. I saw Maisa, and Mikendas up learning. You could learn the Maisa in two ways. There's the way the person himself perceived the story, and the way I learned up the story from Rabbi Kalish. The story goes as a Rebbe in fourth or fifth grade in a cheder somewhere in Israel, and the Maisa, in the middle of the class, he's a real devoted, caring Rebbe. Rabbi says, this is Mardik. Devoted, caring Rebbe. In the middle of, it was like a few days before Pesach, a week before Pesach. And in the middle of the class, he tells the kids, I gotta go out, make an emergency call. He goes outside, makes a phone call, speaks like for 45 seconds, and he comes back into the room full of vigorous and full of the After school's over, the Manal calls him over. He says, Mayor, what was such an emergency that you had to make a phone call in the middle of class? And he said, I'll tell you. I was in the middle of class and I reminded myself that my wife told me that my wife told me that she's disposing of all the old clothes. Before Pesach went to all the covers, getting rid of all the old clothes. And I reminded myself, I'm making a chas in a few weeks and I amassed a certain amount of money and I put them on the old jackets. Twenty, thirty thousand dollars I put on old jackets. There's a safe place to do it. My wife's, my wife's taking all the stuff. I called her up. And I said, did you throw out the stuff in the garbage, all the old clothes? She asked, threw it in the garbage a few hours ago. He said, you know, could you go to the garbage and maybe pick it out? He says, no, the dust, they came in and they took away the garbage. So the menial tells him, Reb Mayer, I don't understand. I'll just quote you. My heart breaks for you, but I must ask you something. How in the light of what you just heard were you able to return to your classroom as if nothing had happened? I heard you sing with the boys and teaching them with the same vigor that you display every day. How was that even possible after hearing such devastating news? This guy just found that he lost a whole thirty, fifty thousand dollars for his house for his kids. Rabbi Sai, what's the shot? That Reb Mayor said one shot, but I'll tell you a different shot from the Rebbe of Daniel Rabbi Kalish. His shot was Reb Mayor was a humble. Humble guy, he says, I had a Rebbe, Rebbe Gadol Eisner, and he told us, he was a Mashgiach in Yeshiva Sarim, and he told us that the tachlis of a Yid in this world is to stand up 
to all nisyonis and all challenges, to be in control and to be connected to the rebellion. This happened to me. This is my challenge. This is what Hashem wants from me. Let's go weiter. Beautiful. Rabbi said, but there's an eye, Mr. Terrence. Or another Mahalach. Which Rabbi Kalish taught us. And Rabbi Sai, I'm still trying to master it. I'm still trying to master that koyach. You know what that koyach, the koyach is? Imagine Rabbi Sai. You know, if you're in the middle of a doing a billion dollar deal and this guy would call up his wife and he lost $30,000. Does really, that makes the difference. You're busy a billion dollar deal. Rabbi Kalish, when he's busy with every Talmud, this is everything. This is my billion dollar investment. This is everything. Rabbi Kalish could be speaking to a guy. I don't care anyone's around. And it just doesn't like, there's nobody else besides him. That's everything. It's not the Nakudi standing up to his Nisai and this guy. The fourth is learning with the Talmudim, caring about Talmudim, is so much more dear, so much more precious. Rabbi Isai, you guys have seen it, I've seen it, and I've experienced it. Every time I call up Rabbi Kalish, I try not to try too much because no, it's pretty pointless. But <laughs> try, <laughs> trying to call, and I'm sure, I'm telling you this, I go through this every time. I'm telling you, and I get, and I feel so good every time. I call him, it rings, and no one answers, obviously, and I'm sure this is exactly what happened. He pulls out the phone, whoa, that's Rabbi Shmuel Baron, wow, I love him, I love him, I wish I could answer the phone, I feel so good, I feel so good, but, but he's saying to himself, but I'm speaking to a bacher right now, I'm doing something more important, and I really understand it, but I try to get that, to be focused on that and not to get disturbed with anything else, that's phenomenal, I'm trying to master it. Rabbi Isai, we have the honor and the privilege Rabbi Umay, Rabbi Kalish, my teacher and my guide, please warm our hearts. That in the place of Rina, we all know means joy and happy, but it's a very specific type of happiness. There's all different words for Simcha, there's a different word in Lashon Kaidish, so it has to be a different idea. There are different brands and types of joys, and Rina, somebody who's well versed in Tyrant, shared with me that the word Rina, and they have many, many rights to this point that Rina is a simcha that somebody comes to something after much toil, that the simplest source, Azayim, Rina, Yitzayim. 
many examples that bring us when something switched around. When at first it was difficult and hard and somebody came to a great celebration through Wave Yoda Maras Nashim Simchasi Lamasari Sar, that's the that's the feeling of Rina. That there's a joy that's been, something's been found. Something's been acquired through much through much work. This space medrash is a Makan Rina. This is a place of tremendous joy. There's a chaos. There's an electricity in this space medrash. So many of our Haverim became an Aitaira in this space medrash. The Rina, this is a tremendous Makan Rina. And it's Pasha to me, I first want to dive in with the devil. So I want to sing Hashem Aleirachim. I want to say Tfila. It's a Makarina. And a Makarina, Sham take Tfila. There has to be a prayer, Ellie, if you start us, Hashem Aleirachim.
Tremendous amount. The Olam handed us, lent us Avi. And yeah. Yeah. Tremendous Balachrayas. The amount he's doing in yeshivas, Naira, helping people, taking care of people, encouraging. Tremendous Balachrayas. Thank you to everybody here for lending us Avi. Bershus the Rosh Hashiva, Bershus the Rebbeim, Bershus the Chavriyakayim, Bershus every all the Bachrim Chashuvim. I want to share Dvar Torah and afterwards talk about this precious yeshiva and Beis Hashem talk about what's so beautiful about this precious, precious yeshiva. But there's in Parshas Vayigash. So Yosef HaTzadik reveals himself to his brothers, and then he sends his brothers, He sends his brothers back to Yaakov Avinu to, to tell Yaakov that Yosef, Avinu, that Yosef HaTzadik is alive and to invite Yaakov Avinu to Mitzrayim. And he sends his brothers, when they leave. Then it says, he tells them, don't fight. Don't fight on the road. Very interesting that they left already. Sounds like he's running after the car, trying to catch up. They've already gone away. And he's saying, he's like chasing them. Why does it say, it should be before they leave? Before they leave, and then they go, with that final message, but they first go and then it says, Altir Gzubaderech. Chazal say about Altir Gzubaderech that it means not to learn Eon on the road. Altir Gzubaderech is Mucham Teshaltar. The Eilum here is the way Rabbi Rosen Shear is kaching and learning. <laughs> Now, means no Ian on the road. That's road safety. It's not safe. You'll get lost. You'll go the wrong place. It's always important before we rush in any chazal to a drash, to a premius, the, the pashtus of the words have to, have to make a rashim on us. And I kid you not that I was driving to New York. I was going to visit Avigdor's father. And on the way to New York, I was thinking about this chazal, and my wife said, exit eight, Daniel, exit eight. And I, I missed the exit thinking about Altier Gazette. It it's a true story, a true story, just a true story. I missed exit eight. She said, what just happened? I said, something was on my mind. She said, I saw that. I said, you didn't see what was on my mind. <laughs> Altier Gazubaderich was on my mind, and I missed exit eight. And you shouldn't learn Eon. You have to learn, you don't think Eon on the road. Road safety is very, very important. And, and a person has to study. <laughs> and there's what to learn. There's an Eifin, how to travel. There's an Eifin, how to do things. And we have to follow all the Derech Eretzes. All the, all the messages of the Torah are important. And certainly we have to follow. 
Yeshiva, a lot of Bachram are learning to drive, and you have to teach them road safety. Very careful on the derech, it's a dangerous place. It's not funny, somebody speeds, is a big balavera. It's not valuing his life, he has to drive like a mensch. Can't do dangerous things. And Chazal are teaching, and we have to absorb the lessons of Chazal about Tirzubaderech. There's an eifin, there's a manner how to travel. And certainly Chazal are teaching us the Pashtus of what they're saying, to drive in a safe manner, to travel in all different Eifanim that, that, that make it healthy, that you'll get there in the best way. But to say that's only what Chazal mean, why is it taught here? There were people that traveled before. The brothers, as a matter of fact, departed from Yaakov Avinu. And there, Yaakov Avinu could have taught and certainly said to them, <coughs> Certainly other people who traveled thought and were taught. But Hashem wanted us to learn it here. When the Ache Yosef, Yosef So it has to be a specific message that Hashem wanted us to hear precisely at this moment. So what is it about Atir Gzubaderech that had to be learned right here when the Ache Yosef had this musr, this jolting musr, that they were told that they thought Yosef was a Navi Sheker and they were wrong. They were wrong. They did, a, they did an Asham, they did a sin. And right here they were taught Atir Gzubaderech. What is it here? And furthermore, like we said before, if it was a message for the trip, it certainly would have said, and then they traveled. Because it says first, it seems clear that it wasn't just a message for this trip. As such, it says, they went. It wasn't just a message for this trip. So it says, after this was a message for all their journeys of life, not just this trip. And it leads us to wonder what Chazal here are saying that on the road not to learn Eun. Any Ben Torah grapples with the Sugya first Seder and second Seder, and I'm sure Bnei Torah that are sitting and learning Torah, grapple this two Sdurm, this first Seder and second Seder. I made an observation in my own learning. I had the following observation. I'm not the all different drachim, beautiful person, of course, I think I call Maidim that the Iker of learning is Eun, is to know our learning and understand it. And then there are many paths how to get to Eun, how to get to a clear understanding of Torah. There are many paths and we're to Rebbeim Chashuvim and to find and to search and figure out a path to understand Torah. But I made an observation in my own learning in, in Mesefta. So my friends and I wanted to finish a lot of Mesechtas. We very simply wanted, I shouldn't speak for them, but for me, I wanted to make siyumim so I could show off to the rest of my friends. And so we would learn very fast, and the quicker you learned, the quicker you got to see them, the quicker you were able to show off that you finished. And so we'd, we'd finish a lot of masechtas, and that was the style of me and my friends. That's what we would do. And we would learn fast and repeat and repeat. Came to base Medrash, and you get older, and you get tired, draws you and you want to learn Eun. And I started learning slowly and carefully. A few years later, I made an observation that the Mesechtas I learned in Mesifta, I know more be Eun than the ones I learned in Beis Medrash. That was strange. In Mesifta, I was learning fast and finishing. And in Beis Medrash, I was going slowly. And what is it that you know the younger ones, Mesechtas, better? Now, there's something called Gersa, the Aikusa, the 
that would include both ages were young. And to me, it's, it seems that in the learning, and many are madrich in learning, the Gemara itself, when it says how to learn, says, Ligrois for now, you could say to, to learn it first quickly and then afterwards to sink your, to learn it deeper. Now, certainly that could be one can contend that that's only when Torah wasn't written down. You had no choice but to be first learn it and then to be ma'ayin. But even today, the Gemara applies pashtos ligrais for l'ha'adil That anything we learn, read through it. Read through it. Take the amud. Take the blat, take the taisvis, and read through it many times in the path to you. And certainly we sink our teeth and we want to get the oymek asogya. But read through it. Read the taisvis a few more times, five more times, ten, fifteen, the amid again, the blat, the parak. Read through it. Learn the parak and study again. And study. One of the great ma'ainim that I was to learn by would read the Gemara over, read it again, and tremendous ma'ayim. But he would read many blat again, and one more time. Let's put aside, he had kashas one more time. Well, certainly, we have to ask our questions, and we have to ask and wonder, but we want the words of the Gemara to go into us. We want the words of Chazal. And sometimes when we get bogged and our questions are all precious and important and must be asked, must be asked. But if we don't show the Gemara, let, the, let Hashem speak to you. Let it talk, let Hashem say it again. Nachablat, again, let the Taisvis talk again. Sometimes when we're eyeing very closely, we don't see the whole picture. If we would study a scene, sometimes you have to step back and just see a picture, a beautiful picture. If you look in a, at some painting and you would like look at one little piece and stick your head against the painting, you wouldn't see the beautiful picture that is. And in learning, sometimes you have to see the whole sugya and let it talk, let it the sugya say, and of course be ma'ayin. And of course the different styles within this, each one of us has our own journeys and our own rebellion, certainly to discover how to learn eon and how our path into understanding Tyra well in a deep, profound way. But I'm only bringing out in the journey to Eon that sometimes over-focused on our kashas could actually choke a sugyuf. Sometimes you have to put the kasha to the side and read it one more time, here again. Push weiter. That certainly is a very important task and an important ability in learning to put aside your kasha. To learn I have a kasha, write it down, tell over and then let me see Vaita, let me learn. Holding on to a kasha and going Vaita with a kasha is a very, very important part of Lima and allowing Hashem to speak further. <coughs> there's a machlaikis, if somebody goes through a difficulty, there's a pasuk. Somebody goes through a difficulty in their life, what are you supposed to do is a machlaikis and shas. The Pasuk says, If a person has a worry in their heart, so it says, Yisichena. The Pasuk says, Yisichena. What is Yisichena? One man, the Amram, says, Yisichena midaitoi. Forget about it and go weiter. Go weiter. Go weiter. And one man, the Amram, says, Yisichena means Yisichena lacherim. Talk about it. Two man, the Amram, in the Gemara. Whenever we learn Gemara, no machloikas is mikatzel akatzel. In Shas, when two people are arguing, they're not two extremes. They're arguing what the dugish, what the focus. We spoke 
we learned together yesterday, the Machlaikis, the way we understood Hill and Shammai and all of Shas and all of Torah. Where Hillel says, look at the now, and Shammai says, see peacefully Yeshua, look at what should be and could be. They're not arguing me to extremes. Hillel is maskim that one has to have Shammai. And Shammai is maskim, one has to have Hillel. It's a question of, of the focus, of course, there was a base Shammai and a base Hillel. When there's a machlaik, is both man the Amrim agreed that inlit yesichena means to talk to others about it. It means that there are things that we have to examine. We can't just go right there. And we're in a generation that's being tremendous, bringing tremendous tikkun. That it doesn't work just to say somebody, go right there, just, just go right. No, no, no. There's something here. There's something. I want to bring Hashem into tefer places in my life. I'm bothered by something. I went through something. I can't, I can't ignore I need to bring Yerushalayim. I need to bring Avodas Hashem. I need to bring Hashem into every part of my being. And we're in a generation that's not being maskim to just go vaita. Just, just, no, no, no. I want to bring it to teeth to all different places inside of me. And the Yisichen Olacherim, the talking about it. And that's one, that's one mandamar, and every mandamar agrees. There's no machloikas mikatzel or katzel. The machloikas is, and of course, the mandamar Yisichen Olacherim agrees that there's a time a person has to say, go vaita. Go vaita. Go forward. Go vaita. There's a time a person has to learn, go forward, push forward. There's a time if you learn all the eon, if you're stuck on your kasha, you're learning you, not the sugya. Hashem, let Hashem run His world. Go weiter. Go weiter. Hashem's running the world. Things are bashkacha. You're in good hands. Hashem runs the world through our good deeds and through even our mistakes. Let Hashem run the world. Go weiter. And both aspects are needed. There's a machlaik is what the ikr is. What the main focus? <coughs> By the Goyim. We don't need to go to Chachmas HaGoyim. It's, it's a pella. They, we, we knew it thousands of years before them. The Goyim have whole Machlaiks in different styles where they have all these CBT, DBT, where they hold Go Vaiter. And they have all different styles where they say, that they're fighting about it. But it's an old, we know about this Machlaikis long before them. And there's two Mahalchim of what the Ikra is. But this word of Go Vaiter. And Yosef HaTzadik says to the brothers, the drash Rashi brings, is don't sit on the road fighting. Who done it? Who said what? Who caused the sin of Yosef? A person has to push forward. We were sent by Hashem. Stop learning Eun. Stop being Ma'ayin. Let Hashem run His world. Something happened. Mistakes were made. Stop learning Eun. Stop hammering away who caused it, what was caused, why it caused. Go weiter, altir zubaderich, don't fight on the road. You have to let Hashem run, you have a kasha, you have something to say there, there's a time and a place. But altir zubaderich, Yosef HaTzadik tells his brothers, that we have to push weiter and see the ashkachas Hashem, Hashem runs the world. See Hashem's plan, let it play out, let the sogyu move forward, Hashem is leading us and running and guiding us. Let the sugya play out. Go weiter. The Rabbani Shalom runs the world. By the sugya of Makkah, there's a mitzvah daraisif. There's a high area that's dangerous. So we have a mitzvah saseh and a loisaseh that we have to put up a fence. It's dangerous. Somebody could fall off the area. So it says a mitzvah daraisif, asisa maka and asseh, and a loisaseh, loisasem, damim, veisecha. The person's obligated to put up a fence. 
Over there, the Torah says, you know why you should put up a fence? Lest the faller falls. Says Chazal, the faller, lest the human being falls. He's not a faller till after he falls. Says Chazal, he was supposed to fall. Now, Hashkacha, the Rabbi Nishlam, fear at the Velt is true, but why there does the Torah teach it to us? And specifically when we're talking about human error, that somebody didn't build a fence in a dangerous place, but specifically there with Torah Hashkacha Hashem, Kippel HaNoifel, Royal When there's human error and the tendency is to harp and focus, who did what, and had that happen, there's Kippel HaNoifel, Royal There's a time to say, Hashkacha Hashem, let the Rabbi run the world, go fighter. From the best Musash was my guy is from a yid on the outer bridge crossing. A guy gave me Musar, and I want to share that times in my life I remember these guys' words. I was taking, I was a chassan, I was taking my parents' car, and I didn't know Easy Pass was very new at the time. And, and th- there was an Easy Pass in the glove compartment that I was unaware of. And I came to pay the toll by the outer bridge crossing, and the man said to me, so I held out the money. I held it. I said, I, I said, I don't think you have a right to let you. The guy's letting me go free. I don't know how you knew I was a chas. <laughs> so I, told, I told the guy that, I, that I'm, you're not allowed to. He kept saying like this, like this. I hadn't seen that the easy passed. So finally, the guy said to me, after like back and forth, I'm insisting on paying, and he's waving me forward. The guy at the outer bridge crossing, true Misa. He looks me in the eyes and he says, Mishogana gave Eiter. I said, Mishogana gave Eiter. Mishogana fool, go forward. Mishogana gave Eiter. One of the best Muslims I ever heard in my life. Mishogana gave Eiter. Go forward. You have a cashier, you're unsure. You feel so stuck. You feel you can't advance. Mishogana gave Eiter. I've heard, I, his voice has spoken to me many times. Mishogana gave Eiter. <clears throat> it's a true story. A guy in the Outer Bridge crossing. There must be. There must. There's a. I spoke to friends. People had heard that on the way to Lakewood. It makes sense. There's a. There's a yid sitting in the table. But Meshugana gave Eiter. Maybe take away the word Meshugana. Nice man gave Eiter. I, I redid it in my mind. <laughs> I just switched Meshugana to Daniel. Daniel gave Eiter. The guy's muscle was fantastic. You feel so stuck. You feel you have to handle something. Daniel, go weiter, go forward. And this message of Yosef HaTzadik has to resonate by us all. This, I should say, has to resonate. This message has to be heard, I should say, by us all. In a door that amazingly is connecting in a generation that the story of Yosef HaTzadik speaks so powerfully to us all. The story of Yosef HaTzadik who speaks so powerfully to us all. And Yosef HaTzadik says to the Ache Yosef, that there's a certain amount of eel, let it go, go weiter in the sug, you see a little further, come to the next avenue, you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out later, go to Mincha, see the next plot, Altir Zubaderech, Avad that we learn eon, and Avad that's important, and Avad Yisichen Alachem, no question about it, but there's also a Bechen of Yisichen Midaitoy, also, also, I wouldn't say this, here I'm allowed to say this, this one, I don't, I don't, I don't want this to go out, because chas v'shalom, there's a revolution of people being miyashiv things. It's only said to people that taka being miyashiv. 
You can't say, go weiter, it's dangerous, very, very dangerous. And not to speak out that, of course, there's a Yisichena Lacherim, but of course, but of course, only in a place where it's understood Yisichena Lacherim, you're allowed to say, go weiter. Meshugana go weiter is only to people willing and wanting to pay a toll. Then you can say, Meshugana go weiter. So Avadah is what to do. And Avadah, we have, we have that aspect of Iyun, the Ikra of learning is Iyun. So there's fully aware, when you tell a person, go weiter, if your message is, don't learn, b'iyon chalila v'chas. If your message, your cash is not important, chalila v'chas, chas v'shalom. It would be a, a terrible message. The message is, yaisim atzadik. Tzedkos is the resolving and the working out and the figuring out. So of course, but of course, of course we only could say this here. But here you could learn a next a shlav of Torah that must be learned. Al-Tir Push forward. Bring down Yaakov Avinu. There's steps, there's places we have to get to. There's things we have to accomplish. And sometimes you can get bogged down with a kasha. You get stuck in a kasha. Al-Tir Push weiter. I wanted to share this chazal with the chevra. I was sitting with my family by the nearest Hanukkah and I was thinking to myself that what I should do with my mishpacha. I want it to be memorable. I want it to count. I want my children at the nearest Hanukkah should be important. I was thinking to myself, what should I do here? What should I do? I had such a clear different options. We're sitting by the nearest Hanukkah. What should you do with the family? Chazal teach us about a person, Yosef Meshisa. Yosef Meshisa was a rebellious Yid. And Chazal tell us about Yosef Meshisa that he, the Romans said that any, they wanted us to be Mechalel. They wanted us to disgrace the Beis HaMikdash. Not enough that they should make a Bezayin of the, the Holy Makam HaMikdash, but they wanted the Yidin to put down the Beis HaMikdash. So they said, any yid go into the Beis Hamikdash, and you could take any keli that you grab, you can keep. Some yid rebelled, disgraced the Beis Hamikdash, and you could picture how low this yid was. Most yidin wouldn't think of doing such a thing. And this Yosef Meshesa was on a low madrega, and he goes into the Beis Hamikdash to take a keli from the Beis Hamikdash, and he takes the menorah out of the Beis Hamikdash. When he gets out of the Beis Hamikdash, the Romans see him with the menorah. They say, "No way, you're not keeping that menorah," and they rip it out of his hands. That you can't keep. The menorah, you can't keep the menorah. There's actually a yid from Queens. It's my Rebbe. Once, one, one Shabbos, my Rebbe gathered our chevra, and he said, "I want to share something with you." And he said, "There's a yid in Queens. His name was Oscar. I don't remember his last name. Maybe Goldman. Oscar was for sure the first." <coughs> Beautiful yid in Queens. And he said, I have a sense that I should tell you this now. He didn't know why, but very into trusting our guts. And he had a gut that he should tell us this. So he said, I haven't spoken about this in over a decade. But I want to tell you about a yid, Oscar. And he told us about a yid who was a long story, but was in the Vatican and saw the menorah. The menorah is there. This year, my Rebbe heard about him, went to interview him. On a rainy night, my Rebbe has a tape where he taped the interview, and he interviewed the guy and spoke by Arichos, and my Rebbe is 100% convinced that the menorah is in the basement of the Vatican. The menorah, 
that with the main minayra, that reasons to believe, so it's a story for itself. The Lamdanim are wondering, no, 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 was it straight or curved? Good question. <laughs> of course, he didn't remember. But Ramaisa, <coughs> Ramaisa, the minayra is down there. My Rebbe told us about it. We were all very, very moved. We were all extremely moved. You felt close to the Mikdash. When my Rebbe, when he spoke about it, there was something just very powerful. He interviewed, he went to Queens, and he told us about this year, Rev. Asker. Might say Shabbos, I have friends from Queens. The guys were buzzing. He was nifter on Shabbos. My Rebbe hadn't spoken to him in over a decade. He didn't, he had never shared this. He told us about this tape and this conversation. That Shabbos, Rebbe had a hergish to tell us about it. He was nifter that Shabbos. And, and, and he saw the Menaira. So this Yosef Meshissa took the Menaira and he ran out. He ran out of the Beis HaMikdash and the Goyim ripped it away, the Menaira. And they said to Yosef Meshissa, that you can't have. But go back in and take a different Kaylee. That will let you keep. The Menaira is too precious. Take a different Kaylee. So Yosef Meshissa said, no way. He said, pamachas. Woe unto me that I angered my creator once. I'm not, angering, I'm not angering my creator a second time. I'm not doing it a second time. I'm not going back. So they said to him, they wanted him to be, they didn't want a yid. Now he's being the Kaddishem Shemaim. That wasn't their plans. So they said, we'll give you the taxes for a year. The tax of Yerushalayim, millions of dollars. So no way, I'm not angering my creator. Two years, tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions. He said, I'm not angering my creator. Three years of taxes, billions of dollars will give you. Yeah. Billions of dollars will hand you, walk in and take a keli. He was nifter al-kiddish shamayim. They killed Yosef Meshesa, and he refused to go in. I'm not, being, I'm not angering my creator. Yes, the Panovich Rav, where did he come to make such a kiddush mind? He was a sinner one second. The, the man was a betrayer, disloyal. He went in and he stole the menorah. He ran out with the menorah this year. And a few minutes later, he's a mayrdek mekadashem shemaim. But tzaddik, a, a tremendous person. So the kasha, it's not a bomb kasha that a yid becomes a tzaddik in a second is the pashtos. Uh, but nonetheless, but what a chazal, but what was, we all, we're guys who like knowing the plan, but what was his plan? Good, it happens, it's not a kasha, it's not a shak. But what was his plan? A yid is always close. But do, do chazal give us a hint so we could do the same? And the Panevich Rav said the answer is, the only thing chazal tell us, you went into the Beis HaMikdash. And you go into the Beis HaMikdash, it's a life-changing experience. Go, he went in to be a Ganivdach. He didn't go in with big Kavans, but he went into the Beis HaMikdash. I want to share something with the Chavra. That's, that's important to me. I want to share something because any parent here, and I'm sure many Bachram have this, and any Rebbe relates to this. Any Rebbe. We're, we're Zaycha here. I'm here. I, I flew to Eretz Yisrael together with Mo Muller and his father, Reb Levi. There you should get Beis HaShem. <laughs> I don't want to pressure anybody. My dream is that he sits and learns in this Malkam Torah for years. Yeah. And, and Mo is somebody I, I've learned together. We learn together daily. He's not sure he's checking. I'm just pressuring him. But he, we learn together daily for a couple of years. Tremendous. And the, they're an amazing lesson of a father and son 
The whole mishpacha is shtayik. It used to be, I thought a bacher goes to yeshiva. The whole family has to go to yeshiva. The whole mishpacha. And everybody's craving yeshiva. And the whole mishpacha, his parents are tremendous growing people. Who are steiging and growing. His father of Levi came to be with the chevra for Shabbos to join the matzim. For Shabbos, a busy person, a big mishpacha, a working person. But he, he, he's tapped in in tremendous, tremendous ways. And to see your father and son steiging, a whole mishpacha in a serious, sincere, in every way possible is a davar nifla. And every parent has a sense. I'm sitting at that Hanukkah candle. What am I saying? That I want to hand the nayers to my children. I want to hand this to them. It means something to me. And I want it to mean something to them. And to sit in yeshiva, you sit in yeshiva, and the guys need Shabbos. They need Shabbos. I was, I was in the middle of yeshiva. We were in the middle of, we had a shalashodis. I'm saying you did nefesh. Rabbi Shapiro was speaking, it was nefla, nefla. And in the middle, a dorm counselor ran in. Two Bakram needed assistance. They were trying to figure out how to get along and they needed help. <laughs> so I went out with the dorm counselor to go. We should figure out together the subject. And I sat in that room, they weren't at Shalashudas. And they weren't at the Oinig and they weren't at the Sudu or the Davenings. And it was so pasha to me, they need Shabbos. That's the answer. They need Shabbos Kodesh. And then the question is, but how do you give somebody Shabbos? That's a powerful question. How do I hand somebody Shabbos? Should I scream, yell, hug, kiss, dance? How do you hand somebody Shabbos? Any parent understands what I'm talking about. When you're sitting by the nearest and you ask, how do I hand the nearest to my children? Any parent wants this. This, you can hand, I can give you things, we can give, can give everything. How do you give Shabbos? What's the mechanism to hand Shabbos? How do you hand Hanukkah to somebody? So I want to tell you a mice of somebody <coughs> sitting in the room. I ask Mechil, it's, it, it, the MS of person steiging and growth in private, but if it's Mechazik the Chavra, so then, so then, then, then it's Kedai. I want to share. I want to share mice with somebody sitting here, true mice. Just what happened? Somebody had Amuna questions, real questions. And we spoke long times. These questions, Amuna questions, serious, intelligent, sophisticated questions. Back, forth, back, forth, we spoke. Important questions. Came Yom Kippur, and I'm Zaych to be in Yeshiva always, Shabbos, Yom Kippur, I'm in my shul, I'm not in Yeshiva. And he was in Yeshiva, and I was in my shul, and I was worried what Yom Kippur he would have. He had questions. This upstanding person, he wasn't going to eat Yom Kippur Avada, wasn't going to do Malacha, he's an upstanding person. But to Davin, to. And he came to Shul on Yom Kippur, and he came two, three in the afternoon at Tzedkus. He slept at sleep of Tzedkus, because he didn't want to eat and he didn't want to do Malacha. Sleep of Tzedkus. And his, his Avaid, that was his Avaid this Yom Kippur. He slept. Came two, three o'clock to Shul. And he said, okay, let me pray. Let me say Shman Esri. And he started davening Shman Esri. He comes to the Hashamnus. He comes to the Hashamnus. And he's supposed to just clap, keep going. He can't clap. He can't do it. Just clap, Hashamnus. Just clap. Let's go. Can't clap. And he says to him, he starts having a conversation with Hashem. And he says to Hashem, 
that I understand that you hide from us. I understand this world. The very sim simple fact in this world that you hide, if you would be so clear, so that we'd be robots. There wouldn't be Avodah Hashem. We'd be robots. Remember, if Midas Adin, a friend of mine taught me, if Midas Adin, we'd say the world had no kim. If a person's tongue fell out when he spoke Lashon Hara, the world would survive. None of us would speak Lashon Hara. Anybody who still had a tongue left would never speak Lashon Hara. When it says it has no kim, it means we'd be robots, not people. Hashem wants people. The world wouldn't be the world if it was Midas Adin. And he said, I understand you hide, Hashem. That's the Nisayan of life, to find you, to run after you, to pursue you, Hashem. But I don't think it's balance. You hide from me in, un in, in unusual ways. And he starts tining on Hashem that you hide from me in unusual ways. He has a conversation and he says to the Rabbi Shalom, you hide in ways that are not typical. I don't see you hiding from other people like you hide from me. He starts mining Hashem how you hide from me. After an hour of money, Hashem, one hour he's tining on Hashem, crying, screaming, speaking, that you hide from me in unusual ways. He says, but I have to be an honest person. I have what to ask, Michiel, I push you away also. I push you away also. I'm also, I can't say that I'm innocent here in this relationship. I don't understand that I said my questions, but I also push away and I want to ask Michiel Hashem, Hashem, and he said to Hashem, Hashem. He had a Yom Kippur, Adayim, sitting in this room is a different human being from that Yom Kippur. I ask you, what happened, Rabbi Say? What happened? He didn't have a chazan hit a certain note. Nobody made a certain like game, a certain... What happened is Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a fact of Lufnei Hashem. You don't have to package Yiddishkeit, sell it, create it. Yom Kippur is a fact of Lufnei Hashem. What happened to this, this wonderful tzaddik? What happened was Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur's a fact. Shabbos is a mitzayus. Shabbos is the Beis Hamikdash. What the Beis Hamikdash is in place, Shabbos is in time. Is the opportunity to feel and experience Hashem. That's what Shabbos is. You don't have to package it. You don't have to create it. Of course, one could do and sing and the right songs, tremendous. It should be expressed. It should be done. But Shabbos is a mitzayus. Shabbos is a fact. What happened to this person is what happened to Yosef Meshis in the Beis Hamikdash. She went into the Mikdash. That's the story. He went into the Beis Hamikdash. She went into the Beis Hamikdash to steal. And he changed because he went into the Beis Hamikdash. Because the fact that the Beis Hamikdash, he encountered Hashem. And after a trip into the Beis Hamikdash, a person who before he went in said that I'll steal and take the Menaira said, Whoa to me that I angered Hashem. Prayer is real. Prayer, Hashem's a Shemeyat Filo. We're not always so real. Prayer is real. Hashem is listening. He wants a relationship to us, He wants us to talk to Him. Prayer is real. Hashem wants us to thank Him. He wants our thank you. He appreciates our thank you. Hashem appreciates our thank you. That is real. He appreciates our thank you and wants our thank you. <coughs> this, this idea hit me by the Menorah that certainly there's much you could do. Access that which is real. The lighting of the Menorah. Access it yourself, Daniel. 
And then be in that moment and it will flow out of you. Access it and it will flow. What I've seen in this precious yeshiva, this time and time again, it works. Imre Bina works. Bachram after Bachram have come to this holy makam Torah hundreds and walk out B'nai Torah hundreds. Right, Brownson and I talk about it all the time alone. Imre Bina works. And time and time and time again, Bachram walk out serious, serious B'nai Torah. The way to share Yiddishkeit, and the only way, is there something real. Access it yourself, and then you'll, you'll flow out. They're beautiful Rebbeim. There's so many Rebbeim here. There's a Rosh Yeshiva, Rosh Yeshiva that are sincere, that are humble, that are humble people. is cute, anything we create, any gishmak, that's, that's, that's fine. To hand Shabbos, and I've come to this conclusion, I pass the bachar, I want to give him Shabbos. The only thing, the only, you can make this program that, the next, I hear, I hear. The only way is access it yourself and then just say Shalom Aleichem to the person. From that place, access it, touch it, feel it. I want to tell you a mice. I want to tell you, Maisa. Sula, I run, we, many of the Hebrew were together in camp. There's not an advertisement. Maybe it's like a subliminal messaging. Le Maisa, it's expensive for parents. So a parent calls me up and, and says, with starke tightness, I pay a lot of money. My son comes to nothing. Somebody takes pictures wonderfully. And he says, my son comes to nothing. Wow, great to see you, Sammy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so a parent says to me that I pay for camp, and my son comes. Why do I pay? Goes on some trips, so he doesn't come to any shiurim, doesn't come to the tefillahs, to the prayers, so why do I pay? Very stark akasha. A yid's money is very precious. You have to be very serious. A yid's money is, as the Torah speaks about, it's a big thing. Somebody's money is important, it's very important. And a yid's harder in money, and he feels he's wasting his money. He's, he's spending good money. The Rambam, only gives a couple of examples. To be chas in somebody else's money is a big deal. And the man is tining, a stark tining. The man's saying, I pay for my son if he can. He comes to nothing. I'm throwing out my money. You're a chatsi He's saying you're in Kalish. I'm giving you, handing you money. And my son's not, what, what, what does he have? He's not going to <laughs> Very stark attainment. <laughs> There's a steer in Chazal, why the base Hamikdash was destroyed. Why the first base was, one Chazal says, Gili Araya Shvi Chazdam Aboy Dezara, one Gemara Yuma, and the Gemara Nadarim Pei Aleph says, Shalai Birchu Batayrut, they didn't make Birchus Batayrut. Some dakos in, 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 in their, in their, in their Hashivas Batayrut is, is the Gemara Nadarim. And the Gemara Yuma says, because the big three, what was the truth? Were they over called over us? And one approach to this Chazal, one truth of the Chazal, is there's the core of Klal Yisrael and there's the rest. 
The rest, there were people that were yidden, they were over called over Asr. They were over called over Asr. But the core should be Megan. Why isn't the core protect? The core had a tremendous problem of not Chashiva Satira, and that's why the core. Now, why is it that the core would be Megan? What type of system? They didn't doing cold over us, so the core, if the core is good, Shalom Hashem is no core base amidish. What do you mean? People, every yid counts. The yid's being ivered. The answer to the question in Yeshiva, you're sitting Shalashudas, and there are 40 guys. You could have such a fired up, 40 people singing in the Nefesh, 40 people sharing the great Tyridus. But then you could also have a big chalishus. There are 160 guys not there. There are 160 guys that are not sitting by shalishus. You could have a tremendous chalishus. You sit in a shear, the chevr is kachin, but there are people not. And you, you're a person who's aware that your roommate's not there. You're at a matziv and you're, we're in the base madras this morning and your roommate might be in bed. What's the answer? That's a chalishus, my roommate's in bed. My brother is not with me. It's true, I'm here. What about my brother? And the answer to that question, the only way to share is to access Yiddishkeit and then just schmooze with another person. There's no musr, there's no yell. That's it. I, I've tried this, I've thought about it. The only way to hand somebody Shabbos is to access Shabbos and give a guy a hug. It's the only way. If you access it and then you talk to your brother, don't schmooze, don't just talk nicely to your brother about his baseball game. The only way to hand Ruchnius is to access that which is real. Access yourself that which is real and then talk. The answer is that if the core is serving Hashem, I told this father, you don't understand. There are guys sitting learning Musr every day. And they play football with your son. I promise you, your son's going to change. Because he plays football with guys. He, I, I know your son. He's at, always at the football games. Aaron Schmel is at the football game too. Your son is just fine. Because he plays football with the guy who's at the shear. And that guy, but only one, one caveat. When there's not unity between Yidden, if people aren't loving each other, so then it doesn't work. The system falls apart. But if there's unity and respect and appreciation, so then the guy is sitting at Shear. He went to Shear. The Rebbe knows five guys were at Shear today. And they learned Geshmak. They learned Torah, Masiko Satoyer, the Geshmak. He's going to go back to his room and he's going to be friendly to the room. They're going to make sure his roommate has lunch and they're going to talk about the lunch in Yeshiva. He's going to be Geshmak, make sure his roommate's happy. He'll talk about his next basketball game. But he's talking to a guy who accessed Seder, who learned Torah, who sat and learned. He's talking to a guy who sang he did Nefesh by Shalashudas. That is the only way we pass Ruchnius, because it's real, it's a Mitzayus. It's something real, it's something authentic. Access it and from that place you can flow. Anybody who challenges this idea, come to Yeshiva Simrei Bina, look what happens. Time and time and time again. What's the system? What's the secret of this magnificent Makhantara? What's the secret? How does it work? What's the program? Let's, let's duplicate it. The only, the only Eitzah 
is that they're arms to people. It's the secret that so many Rebbeim, everybody finds beautiful Rebbeim. The Rosh Hashiva are sincere people. Emestika mifakshay Hashem. Emestika abde Hashem with a bikosh I'm sorry, your Rebbe is my Rebbe. To see Rebbe Baron, somebody who's an emestika mifakish. It's a mifakish of Tyra. It's a mifakish of all the ideals, of all the mitzvahs at Tyra. With sincerity, and honest, with a tremendous humility. So of course, then we say, then we just say hello. We say good morning, and things are different. And each person acts as Rebbe after Rebbe after Rebbe. As so many Rebbeim, there's a reason I want Mo Muller to come here. There's a reason. There's so many precious Rebbeim. It's a it's it's a tremendous mock in Rina. This is a place of Rina. Rina is a place people discover Torah, discover and come into contact with Torah. What I'm saying is, it could be frustrating to some, because we want to like, people ask, <coughs> you know how many times, I'm sure you've been asked, right, like, what do I learn with the Baruch? Everybody wants to know, like, everybody, like, what does it take? Which, which Gemara did you learn with Vicky to do this very story? Which Gemara, like, show me, which Sefer, how many people frustrated ask, In a serious way, people ask, show me the Sefer, I want the person to shake. Which one? Which, 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 is there a certain Mishnah you could teach? Is there a certain Pasuk? What, what's, where? I'll learn that one. You could learn anything. Oilus, McVeis, Oxen, whatever you want. Access Torah yourself. Any Sefer you can learn with somebody. Any, any. Learn it with sincerity. Tap in yourself. Read the, read, the, read the Dvar Hashem and tap in yourself. From that place, you'll impact. From that place of touching something that's eternal. From that place of Mekdash, of encountering Hashem. From that place, you could hope to share and somebody else can access what you've accessed. But I told myself, we just, my end decision, we just sat by the Menorah and Shmuz. That was my conclusion. We just sat by the Menorah and Shmuz. That, that I wanted, because I wanted something a lot. I wanted to handle a lot. And the only Eitzah was to schmooze by the, by the nearest. The only Eitzah is to go from Yedid Nefesh and talk in that room. And I want them to have Shabbos. So let somebody who has Shabbos talk to them. Just talk, just talk. Let somebody who has Seder go and talk to us with love, with warmth. Somebody who has Seder will access what you've accessed. And we're Ashrenu that was Zaycha to be in a yeshiva that we have Rebbeim, who've accessed Torah, who've accessed Avaydas Hashem, who've accessed Tfilah, and from that place we as well could access it. I wanted to thank them, I wanted to thank this precious yeshiva for being such an inspiring place. I wanted to mention as well, I'm standing here thanking that I came with a Shotif who does all the work. I, I, I hop on a plane, when's the flight, what, what airport, somebody does, somebody who's a lesson in Achrayas, we talk about somebody who cares for another yid, and is a lesson in Achrayas to do for another person, I wanted to thank Ray Brownstein.
I was Zaych on this. On nice to see you. We're together at Simchas. We're going around. Actually, we just had a CMHS together with this precious see in America. I wanna, I wanna say, I wanna say about about Rabbi Zone. <laughs> I wanna say about, uh, I wanna say about Rabbi Zone. I wanna say about Rabbi Zone Shlita. I was like, you're hundred percent right. I'm gonna try not to. Thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, this time I'm going to try to do better. He was at a CMHS. I spoke. You want me to say it last hour? Not right now, yes, but I... I would like to say it last Oh, then you're not asking. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Kalish. No, I'm not the Rashiva. No, but... He made this place. He made this place. He made this place.
very at the very last minute, at the very last minute on this trip, I got the news that Rizon is coming along there. I want to describe very similar to something that Rabbi Ron Shlita, something that Rabbi said before, that I want to describe to the Hebra. Be'ez HaShem, we're all mispalel, and we're seeing refus, and we should see refus shleima for Yelena Rivka Bas Rachel. And the Hebra's davening hard for Rabbi's mishpacha, that we're all davening as a person who has given so, so much to the yeshiva. Shlomo Buchalter came for Shabbos to Yeshiva, and I was so excited to see him, but he's so close to Rizon, I had a tsar. A tsar, where is Rabbi Zon and his wife? They, week after week, they come to Yeshiva weekly. It's not easy. Weekly, for the longest for years, it's difficult, Rabbi, to come away for Shabbos. The Mishpacha, and the Mishpacha weekly would come, and it was Ma'ayra, a lot of tefillah. It was Ma'ayra seeing Shlomo prayers that we want... We want the Rezona's Mishpacha back in Yeshiva. We want Gezunt. And the Elam's davening and she continued to daven. Well, he witnessed in Yeshiva. And Rezona is somebody who had those priorities. He's somebody who's there for his Mishpacha in tremendous ways. He's there for his wife, his children. To, what I saw with the dedication to the guys, what I saw, and I saw something that, that, that's important, and that, that the dedication to the Hever was not a martyrdom it was not being a hero, it was simply the understanding of a Rebbe as a Metzius also. There's something called a Rebbe to Talmidim. Driving, guys have described to me, driving to the hospital, at the hospital, at times guys knew and at times didn't know, calling this one, speaking to this one. He's still much easier to reach Rabbi Zone, going through everything he's going through. So Musser, he's at hospitals answering, Kalish, and you're listening to FAN and you can't answer? Big Musser, big Musser. And somebody who's there and available for Talmidim, because Talmidim matter, it was a tremendous, it remains a tremendous Kiddush Amayim, dedicated there for guys in tremendous, tremendous ways, present for Bakram, because a Rebbe is a Metzios, and a Rebbe is a Rebbe, there's something called a Rebbe, if you're Rebbe. I was last night to meet my son's Rebbe. A Rebbe is somebody, is, if, 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 if Chasvashalm, some father and a Rebbe is drowning, you save the fathers, the Rebbe's, you save the Rebbe's, maybe L'chaylam Abba. I met my children's Rebbe, he's bringing them to L'chaylam Abba. And Raizon is a Rebbe, he's a Rebbe, he's somebody who understands that Achrayas for Rebbe is there, focused, sitting there, hours focused on a Bacher, Bemis, Bemis lifting up and providing, it's a tremendous chus that he's here together with us. I want to, of course, we're going to sing. This Makam Rina, we're going to pray. I'm going to say Hashem Ali Rachmim Nachamu. But here we're praying. Here we're praying. Specific prayers. Should be a refuah shleim of Hilan and Rivka Masrachel. This Makam Rina, here it feels different. This is a place. People people became, Marutcha became, my grandson and I were talking about altar last night. together. Let's pray together one tefillah and then I want to sit close with something. <laughs>
I wanted to end with the Gishmak and Fasol. Baruch I'm gonna take